Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Kelly Wisness. Hi, this is Kelly Wisness. Welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. We're pleased to welcome back Bessler's president and CEO, Jonathan Bessler. In this episode, Jonathan will provide us with his thoughts on 2023 and his 2024 outlook. Welcome back and thank you for joining us, Jonathan. Thank you so much for having me back, Kelly. Well, let's jump in. So what were some highlights from 2023, not only from a company perspective, but from the industry as well? Sure, sure, absolutely. So, you know, 2023 was, I think, an interesting year for many of the clients that we work with and certainly that I, I've spoke to from a, uh, a C-suite level, um, a lot of them said that 2023 really felt like a return to quote-unquote normal. Um, Pre-COVID operations um, you know, seem to be uh, stabilized, uh, patient volumes. You know, 2022 was, you know, kind of a return to that. But by 2023, I think providers really felt like, you know, this is what this is what the future might look like and, and really kind of settling into, um, you know, to the new normal, so to speak. Uh, patient volumes in 2023 really returned to pre-COVID level and in some cases uh, even outpaced like 2019 levels. And so so I think the industry saw, you know, a, a high level of, of stabilization you know, certainly from a workforce perspective as well, although, you know, nursing staff ratios um, and shortages are, are still prevalent across the industry. And there are there are certain uh, certain areas where where workforce, um, you know, just isn't there. Um, but like I said, I think from a from a return to normal, um, I, I would say was was one of the biggest highlights uh, of 2023. Um you know, certainly from an industry perspective, there were a lot of things going on um, across uh, across CMS. Um, one big issue was that uh, some major drug companies finally agreed to price negotiations with the U.S. government. Um, there's still some pending lawsuits uh, within that as, as the drug companies are, are fighting some of those price negotiations. But it's a very positive step for the Medicare program um, overall, and that covers approximately 65 million people. When this is fully implemented, it really could be a considerable savings for the government as well as taxpayers alike. Um, uh, you know, final prices aren't expected to be out until 2024, um, and most people won't see benefits until sometime in 2026. But it really is a, a positive direction for the overall industry. Uh, and this was part of the um, Inflation Reduction Act back in September, and, and CMS even named um, the first 10 prescription drugs to go into effect. And again, for the first time, Medicare will really be able to to directly haggle with the with the drug makers over prices, um, over some of those costliest medica- medications. So, so I think for for providers as as well as patients, this is a, a very positive step um, in the right direction. Um, and then, lastly, from an industry standpoint, you know, we've heard a lot about artificial intelligence and machine learning, uh, and certainly the acceleration around that. The use of bots and and that terminology has been around for a little while, but but it felt like in 2023 there was a a, a Uh, embrace of this technology and really throughout the healthcare delivery ecosystem. uh, This includes really anything from uh, the front end of like drug discovery and and predicting outcomes of clinical drug trials, all the way through analyzing medical imagery like MRI scans and using algorithms to to spot early warning signs. And 
and again, all the way through the back end of coding and billing, and, and this isn't necessarily a, a new thing for some of the folks that we work with in finance, but but using those bots, um, you know, to really to really help with some of those rote tasks uh, has, has been um, maybe not necessarily fully embraced, but but again, certainly more normalized. And I think providers have become accustomed to to trying to do more with less, and, and using machines, uh, you know, to do that. Um, uh, you know, has certainly become much more part of the conversation. Um, you know, we certainly use technology on our side as well to help uh, to help you know shorten the delivery cycle of some of our services as well. Um, so, machine learning and AI, I think that's that's a big big ticket item in 2023 and and should continue to grow uh, in the future as well. You know, here at Bessler, we did have um, a lot of uh, what I'll call milestones in 2023. And I'll, I'll start and I'll, I'll uh, certainly pat you on the back here, Kelly. So um, we experienced a number of significant milestones, uh, specifically with our, within our award-winning podcast. Um, and as of the date of this recording, we are set to have over 100,000 listens in this year alone, which is a tremendous milestone for us and really continues to be a value add for our customers. Um, we know that, that what we do and, and its impact is far reaching uh, and we welcome new listeners uh, who tune in weekly and thank you all for, for, uh, for tuning in weekly as well. Uh, and Kelly, thank you to you and your team for, for putting out a wonderful program. Best does a lot of industry education and we took uh, a big step this year um, and continue to provide CPE credits for uh, for the folks that tune into our education. Um, this year alone, we issued over 4,600 CPE credits to all of our attendees, um, and we certainly anticipate that growing as well. In 2024, as we already have over 20 webinars uh, scheduled for our education calendar. And just to stay with some of our customer engagement successes, we continue to receive top scores uh, for um, testimonials and through our relationship with uh, with our class scoring system and the feedback that we get from our clients is, is really, really top notch and helps us continue to deliver uh, what they expect and, and hopefully exceed their expectations. In terms of some of the innovation that we've pushed for here, we continue to uh, to strive for uh, better, faster, and moving our services and, and the industry forward. So for example, within our reimbursement integrity service line, we took a big step this year to uh, to disrupt the industry a bit and became CMS approved for submitting the cost report form set 255210, which was a uh, tremendous step for us and a significant technology breakthrough um, and a regulatory effort on our team's part. And really what this means for our clients is that they can complete and submit their 255210 cost reports all within the same program. Um, Omnia, which is our new cost reporting platform, uh, took a big leap forward this year with that CMS certification. We worked very, very diligently with CMS to meet that, that strict criteria um, and make sure that, that CMS was getting what they needed from, from our customer base to, uh, uh, to process that, the, those form sets. Um, and in terms of feedback from our customers, many of our customers have uh, we've received positive feedback in in um, in the few that have adopted that program already and are and are have worked that into their uh, to their processing efforts. Within our revenue integrity service line, we more than doubled our DRG validation recoveries from January through November alone. Uh, so that was a significant milestone. And across all of our revenue integrity services. 
we recovered over $45 million for our customers. And so we know that that what we do um, adds value. And sometimes we lose sight from a day-to-day basis uh, of just you know what we're doing because it, it becomes um, just the fabric of how we go about our business. But when we take a step back and we look at the tens of millions of dollars that we recovered um, just in, in the, not even through the end of the year, but just through November alone, um, it's significant. And that, you know, that builds into the, over three billion dollars of of recoveries that um, that our firm has able been able to to recover over the life cycle of of our you know four decades in business and so again we know what we do is important for our customers and and um, and I think it's a tremendous accolade for our team who works diligent all day every day to to dig for those dollars on behalf of our customers. Well, twenty twenty three certainly was a very exciting and busy year. You know, what were some of the challenges that we faced in 2023? What what did you learn? Yeah, that's that's an excellent question because I think with with every opportunity, there's a challenge that presented itself either directly before or or maybe even throughout the process. And so uh, you know, success certainly does not come without challenges. And 2023 uh, you know, continue to put strains on the industry and, and certainly, you know, aspects of our business as well. Um, and, and not, you know, not for anyone's, uh, you know, doing or outside of anyone's control or anything like that. Um, and, and I'll just give you one example, which I think is a real, uh, I'll call it a plague to the industry because it does not seem to be um, relenting in any way. And that's data breaches. Uh, not that we experience anything here, but we, what we see with our customers and and not just through the healthcare industry, although I think the healthcare industry is a, is particularly targeted for the sensitivity of the data, um, that data breaches continue to be um, a big challenge for, for many in the industry. Um, you know, as clients, uh, you know, face bad actors, uh, you know, across whether they're uh, foreign or, or domestic, and there's opportunistic criminals out there who are intentionally attacking uh, the healthcare delivery system along the way, hoping to grab hold of someone's data and hold it hostage and, and look for a payday, which is a real, which is a real shame because we know that our our provider uh, clients in the industry in general is is out for helping people, and so it's a real shame when uh, when they're targeted. And so that's that's a significant challenge that that we saw pop up quite a bit in in 2023, and unfortunately anticipate that that will be uh, just part of, of how we have to do business going forward. And so, um, you know, so certainly from our standpoint, we take uh, our data very seriously, have become high trust certified, um, and, and do take all of the protocol associated with that uh, very seriously with all of our compliance efforts and our testing and, and everything that goes into, uh, in, into being high trust certified. So that's a uh, what I would call a significant challenge, as well as it presents, you know, the opportunity, candidly, for for all of us to just step up our game and and, and do better and make sure that patient data is protected. Twenty twenty three, from a financial standpoint, we also saw uh, a, a lot of inflation and just the cost of doing business, you know, driven up across the board, whether they're. Uh, salaries from a provider standpoint, you know, recruiting and retaining excellent staff, which, you know, again, uh, across the industry um, seems to be uh, a challenge as well as an opportunity for, you know, for folks to grow into different roles, uh, sometimes making a move for for a better opportunity elsewhere. And so so keeping and retaining uh, team members is you know, certainly a, ch- a challenge um, in, in 2023. You know, if anything that, that we've learned in, in this I'll call it COVID and and slightly post-COVID environment is that we have to, as an industry, and certainly we do at at Bessler, is 
continue to be adaptable. Um, and our team members have really faced these challenges head on. And, and in the past four decades, you know, granted, we hadn't seen COVID before, um, but certainly we had seen a lot of ups and downs and, and turmoil and recessions. And and candidly, what I have really come to appreciate about our team and, and just the the culture that we've created is that we don't flinch when it when we're faced with adversity, whether it's a uh, you know a, a client issue or an industry issue or inflation or whatever whatever it is. You know, I like to think that we've seen at least some version of of it before, um, and we've made significant strides to meet those challenges. Um, again, uh, adapting with the times, becoming high trust certified, continuing to process. Um, our technology forward and and making sure that uh, that our teams have the the right tools at the right time to execute for on behalf of our customers. Um, and this really allows us to work with like-minded organizations who really don't accept the quote unquote good enough approach. Uh, one of our core values here at Bessler is excellence, and, and that's what we strive for, whether it be with a client delivery, keeping data secure, staying on top of industry information, providing that information via education to our customers. We really do try our, our very hardest uh, to execute on those client commitments. Thank you for sharing those challenges with us. Um, you know, Jonathan, what are you excited about for 2024? There's a lot to be excited about for 2024, obviously, with a new year, new goals, uh, new opportunities. Um, and I think 2024 is going to be a very interesting year for providers, as well as uh, us here at the firm. Um, at Bessler, we're going to continue our journey to make Omnia a comprehensive reimbursement platform. Like I said, we've taken some significant steps in 2023, and we'll continue to uh, to grow and deliver on those commitments and promises and, and really bringing a lot of, uh, a lot of tools um, uh, under that single platform. And so I'm really excited about what we've been able to build thus far. Uh, and thus far, the accomplishments have only uh, broadened the horizons uh, of everything else that, that we can now do and now deliver on and really focus on uh, on growing that to be an even more uh, advantageous tool for our customers, as well as our internal team. Um, and using that as a foundation to become uh, a system-wide solution for hospital reimbursement needs. And the future of the product is is very, very bright. Client feedback has been very positive, and I can't wait to continue to uh, to roll that out. Uh, within our revenue integrity service line, we continue to get more and more efficient as we strive, strive to find more missing dollars for our customers. Um, so I gave you a couple highlights on, on the dollar values and, and the improvement that we had in this year alone. And as our team and our customers continue to work with the technology um, and, and process more and more data, our team is constantly adding and refining our rules on a more consistent basis. And so we're adding efficiency to the process. Uh, we're having more positive finds than false positives um, and using that data to really learn and process improve. And again, uh, on our continued journey of excellence, it's really incumbent upon us to uh, to take what we know, uh, bake it into the next cake and uh, and continue to, to grow and develop in that regard. And so our revenue integrity service line um, is experiencing a lot of efficiency and I can't wait for 2024 um, as we're onboarding new customers um, as well as new team members as well. Uh, something else that I'm really looking forward to in, in 2024, um, and this sort of uh, builds upon what we did in 2023, uh, we onboarded 16 new team members um, in 2023 alone, and we've got a few more uh, starting in the early part of 
2024. Really, really looking forward to seeing these new team members grow into their roles within the organization. And it's it's always interesting to me to see the evolution of, of how team members not only join our firm, but then grow, grow within it. So, uh, you know, with any, any new uh, person in any new role, there's some early excitement, sometimes a little overwhelm as, as, uh, as folks are, are getting used to each other and, and working with new team members. And, and really moving from that early excitement um, into becoming a contributor um, and leading in their respective disciplines. And so I love that our team is comprised of, of true professionals who not only care about what they do, um, but welcome our new team members. And, and when we really do act as a team because we want everyone uh, who's on the team to succeed. Um, and then what we do for our customers, most importantly, is, is then take that and cascade it out to our customers. And so they know that that we are executing on their behalf and and I can certainly say that having been on on different teams in the past what I what I really appreciate about our our team is the genuine interest um, that our team members share about our I'll call it team first approach um, and even though we've got our respective responsibilities and disciplines within the organization our team are really uh, apt to help each other out when needed, and we truly succeed together. And I'm excited to see more of that in 2024 um, and, and see these new team members not only embrace that, but but succeed in that environment as well. Yes, yeah, so we really do have an amazing team, and there's a lot to look forward to in 2024. Uh, please tell us what you think will be some challenges for the industry in 2024. Well, I... I would love to end on a positive note, and so challenges maybe aren't always seen as as positives. But I uh, I try to look at every challenge and, and see the opportunity within it, and so so I'll, I'll try to blend that as much as possible, and and hopefully it'll it'll uh, it'll make sense and, and inspire uh, the challenges that everyone sees. And and this is uh, th- these are just my thoughts alone, and I'm sure uh, many of you out there have your own things that are that are keeping you up at night and, and weighing on you. But if I had a crystal ball. I would say that 2024 uh, will continue to be a financially challenging year for for many of um, of the hospital industry, and, and not just within the acute care space, but also uh, you know subacute, um, postacute, uh, all the different modalities. Because you know, candidly, Medicare, I believe, I'd like to believe that they're doing their best to fund the commitments that they've made, um, you know, to keep the program viable and healthy for, for generations to come. Um, and it's, it's tough. It, it's a tough, um, it's a tough business to be in, um, especially when inflation is high, when there's a lot of financial investments, both from a uh, property plant and equipment, as well as technology investments that providers have to make. Uh, you know, candidly, things aren't getting cheaper out there. And I think not only from a industry standpoint, but certainly from a personal standpoint, uh, you know, folks can can certainly appreciate. And so with with costs increasing um, and more and more uh, enrollees enrolling in the Medicare program each year, um, uh, the government and then subsequently providers are are uh, you know strapped for resources, not just financially, but I also mentioned workforce resources as well. Um, however, I believe that providers are truly adept um, at 
doing more with less. And, and candidly, it's just become almost like an industry uh, mantra. Uh, you know, again, Medicare is doing their best to to fund. Um, uh, providers are constantly at odds with their commercial plans. Um, and, uh, and, and there has to be a way to make it all work. And I'm, I'm very confident that when the industry pulls together and tries to solve collective problems, that there's enough smart people in the room to, uh, to figure it out and, and get it done. Because candidly, uh, you know, as much as, as folks might like to think that, well, maybe on, we're on opposite sides of the table on this particular issue, I think overall, you know, we're, we're candidly sharing a meal together um, and, and there has to be enough to go around, uh, you know, to, to share in that and make sure that that the whole that the whole table stays healthy, so to speak, to, to continue that analogy. And so so I, I do see that providers will be challenged um, in 2024. But I, I think there is a real opportunity for innovators out there who can meet some of those restraints head on uh, with creative solutions and solutions that either uh, increase margin through efficiency, um, whether it's AI or, or bots or, uh, you know, revenue recovery ideas more technology ideas and, and, and candidly just processing data more efficiently and getting, uh, you know, getting paid correctly um, on time, accurately uh, managing denials. I mean, there's a whole series uh, of opportunities out there and, and real solutions that I think uh, can help the industry overall. I think you have a great way of looking at it, Jonathan. Um, it, it's going to be challenging, but that's going to be, you know, pretty exciting as well. And so do you have any tips for our listeners regarding, you know, how they can best keep up with our ever-changing industry? You know, like, how do you keep up with everything that's going on? Well, it, it's, that's an excellent point. And I think it is daunting because there is a lot of information out there. And I think, uh, you know, sometimes there's misinformation and, and people can decide, uh, you know, what sources they like best. Um you know, I, I love to make a plug for uh, for the things that that we participate in. I mean, certainly, uh, I know that that I, I and can vouch for all of the content that we put out. Certainly, from a podcast perspective, as well as our white papers, the education sessions that we host. Uh, you know, both individually as a company, as well as participating in uh, in industry groups like state, local HFMA chapters. Um, so, I do think that there's a number of of good sources out there. You know, I'd like to think that uh, you can never have enough information to really, uh, you know, make the best decision and, and and come to certain conclusions. But to your point, you know, it, it, it could become overwhelming with all the information out there. So my I, I guess my tip without, you know, plugging too many other um, industry groups, I would say, you know, find Four or maybe six sources that that really speak to you within your not only subset of the industry but also your respective roles. And so, a lot of the organizations have uh, you know CFO directed information, or they might have a patient accounting uh, directed uh, team. And plug into those. Um, you know, use the industry as as best as you can. I know a lot of the local chapters. Um, you know, try to to get people together, either uh, monthly calls or quarterly calls to just share ideas um, and then find some trusted resources, you know, some friends in the industry as well. They might not work at your particular facility, um, but maybe you worked with them in the past and really trust their perspective. And so I, I do think that this industry has a tremendous propensity to share information and really share it freely, which is something that I really enjoy about the healthcare industry that that uh, in general, it seems like 
everyone wants wants the tide to come in so all boats rise um, and so find those people hold on to them uh, share information with them as, as much as uh, ask them for information as well uh, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that are willing to help and I can certainly attest to the folks on our team who um, who who field a lot of calls and answer a lot of questions and, and we're certainly happy to do it well, thank you for those great tips. And thank you so much for joining us, Jonathan, and for sharing your insights from 2023 and your 2024 outlook. Thank you very much, Kelly. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to a wonderful 2024. Fabulous. And thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. Until next time. This concludes our episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help protect and optimize revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.